Hi, you're listening to Love in Limbo Land, the dating podcast for millennials. Dating is hard, and we walk you through the experiences we've had, the experiences our guests have had, and what's going on in the world in general when it comes to dating and relationships. And you may be wondering, who are we? My name is Kudzi, and I work in digital entertainment, and I love connecting to people who have stories that can inspire others to find love in their own lives. Whether it's crazy, a little bit ratchet, or just plain old simple, I love stories about love. And I'm Tiffany. I wrote my master's thesis on online dating, and I've always been interested in commitment, relationships, and what it takes to find that long-lasting love we all crave. On this episode, we have Bridget, the dating doula, who is going to be sharing her experience with mission-based dating and how it led her towards calling the police on a man she was dating. Essentially, we were hanging out and I needed to go to the bathroom and I'm a spiritual person. So I said, so something said to me, hey, open the drawer. I opened the drawer and there's like, you know, like women's hair products basically inside the drawer. So of course now, you know, I've already opened the drawer. We've already stepped a foot over crazy. Let's <laughs> open the rest of the drawers. Great. Wow. So I open up I'm the rest of the right there. Yeah. Because we need to go back. We need to just go back. <laughs> and back. then we need what to What led you to this point? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you end that point, something is it took you there. But yes. let's, yeah, let's how did you meet this person? How and like what can you first tell us what mission-based dating is and um what led you to this toiletry situation? Did <laughs> <laughs> you ask me all? <laughs> okay, so um, mission-based dating is basically a term that I came up with, and it's basically, it describes um, when you tell everyone that you're dating and you're putting yourself out there and you're just getting to know people, but really you're on a husband or wife-finding mission and you're calling that dating, essentially, right? So, isn't that um, dating, though? Am I da- uh, like, isn't that the definition of dating? Like husband and wife search? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well like, I think... Dating. Okay, so I like for me anyway, dating is about especially like in your 20s, right? Like dating is about self exploration. It's about figuring out who you are and what you like about yourself and what you want in a long term partner. It's mm-hmm. also about sexual compatibility, right? Um, people who mission based date, um, they go out into the world with either a physical or a mental checklist of their perfect partner. And mm-hmm. then, you- oops. And then what they do is they systematically date, and usually they date a lot. And what they're doing is they're eliminating candidates, right, from their checklist. So you are dragging Tiffany right now. (laughs) So the problem with the checklist is that it's often not based like entirely in reality. It's like a mishmash of like you know uh, things that you you love and hate from exes, uh, you know, like romantic comedies, storylines, fairy tales, all sorts of other stuff right and um fairy tales say it again Bridget. yes fairy tales fairy tales it's often <laughs> not in reality not, oh no it's that's why they're called fairy, fairy tales tale. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was so, a true story there you go it's not based on a true thing and so and for me like the problem with that is that like it removes people's humanity from the process right you're essentially just looking for like a list of items attached to a human being that you can then be like, oh, this is my perfect person, right? Like there's no, there with mission-based dating, you don't actually always want to take the time to get to know somebody. You're literally just trying to jump. Okay, check, let's move on to the next phase. Check, let's move on to the next phase. Check, right? On a mission to find a husband or wife. But so you're going through the checklist and you're checking and they're passing all, they're checking all the boxes, they're passing all the... 
requirements. Yeah, just like the being the perfect man test and they get through. Why wouldn't it work then? Okay, so there, number one, there is no such thing as the perfect man. That is not, that's not- Perfect for you. Like um, like they meet like what you're looking for. I'm yeah. not saying this person's perfect, but like perfect for what I'm looking for. Yeah, but the problem with mission-based dating and those checklists is that you're looking for traits and assets that are centered entirely around your needs right? Like, so very often when people make these checklists, they rarely ever include a column where they're like, oh, let me check to see how I measure up to my own list, right? Like, or um, they never kind of think to themselves, okay, wait, so what do I bring to the table? And when they do, usually they're like, oh, you know, I'm educated. I have a lot of, I I make good money. I've got my stuff together. I own a home and blah, 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 and all this other Mm -hmm. stuff, right? But the problem- I feel like my list is literally like, me but in a guy version like oh, i do have all those things that i want like the guy to have but it's like he can't even hit the bare men <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying there's anything wrong with having like a baseline of what you want but um okay actually for example what what is on your checklist tiffany just briefly educated smart funny um has his own life so like has his hobbies and things that he's passionate about but also is doing well and work and has like and is do like successful there too. So it has a good group of friends that I, I would want to hang out with too and vice versa. Like, I think it's like all the things that I see um, my guy friends, they have that stuff. And I'm like, why can't I find a guy that has those things too? It's not like unrealistic, like expectations. I don't think it's more like, oh, I have these things that I'm going to be contributing to the relationship. And ideally he would have the reciprocal um, version of that to contributing to our relationship. And I think, to be quite honest with you, that's totally reasonable. I'm not saying that your checklist is unreasonable, but it's really important to ask that aside from like, you know, all the things that you mentioned, like, you know, a good job, education, all that other stuff. Like what family. Yeah, family and things like that. Like, what do you bring emotionally and spiritually and kind of like the intangible things to the table, right? So like a lot of the things that you described, I'm assuming that the both of you went to college. Um, Like, I'm just going to make that assumption. Yeah. Um, So like, I'm assuming that on graduation day, you weren't the only people who walked, correct? (laughs) Correct. Okay. So what is it, like, why shouldn't, why shouldn't they pick someone else from your graduating class or someone else from your office who has like your income and education? Well, that's the thing. I think I also, yeah, I mean, I didn't mention these, but for some reason in my head, there's such givens that I forget to mention them. So like things like having a good heart, like being kind, um, being generous like these are things that like I just I know not everyone has them but I Mm -hmm. the people around me do so I I just clump them in as like the baseline reality of like oh yeah that those are they don't even need to be mentioned whereas the other things should be mentioned because like they're the outside qualifiers does that make sense no it makes total sense and so sorry because were you saying something no, no, no. I was like, I said, I know what you mean. It makes sense. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is that like they do need to be said, right? Because yeah. it, like, I'm like, for me, anyways, you are what you think, right? Like the way your mind operates is like wh- whatever comes out, like, do you know what I mean? Like you list, I asked you for what you were looking for yeah. and you listed a bunch of like sort of like asset based, tangible, financial yeah. based things. But like, I'm sure we all have a friend who is, um, you know, with a, a person who's relatively wealthy and they're miserable and that person right. doesn't treat them well, right? It's yeah. like, 
you're saying, oh, I don't need to say it, but you do need to say it because yeah. those things that those intangible things are actually what is what keeps people together. Right. right. Like, so let's say you meet Mr. So-and-so, um, either you or Kudzi, and then like, so initially Mr. So-and-so has like all this money and he's well-educated and all sorts of other stuff. And then like two years into your relationship, Mr. So-and-so falls into a deep depression and loses his job. Right. <laughs> right. Like a it's fun ethic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 You know what I mean is, no. <laughs> and that's, listen, that and that's fair. Us, but it's like, yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> like, so, that's a, something that he needs to work on. Yes, I get yeah, it. Together. <laughs> exactly. Maybe together if, is- if we become a partnership, but if it's like how you were describing where he like has all this money, is living his separate life, and you're kind of just like an add-on, and then he gets depressed, and it was never a partnership, that's different. No, but I'm not talking about that, right? Because you're yeah. looking for long-term love, yeah. correct? Yeah, so yeah. what happens when your long-term love like goes from, you know, Mr. High and like high rolling to yeah. like, I'm having like a serious mental health problem. And as a result, I've lost my job. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. if you're, if your first instinct, let's we say get him help. Yes, absolutely. But, but again, right. Like, have you ever journeyed with somebody who has like a mental illness? No. Sometimes they don't want help <laughs> at all. Right. Like they weren't, they're not even willing to take it. Right. So that's why I'm saying all that to do. say that, like, I think it is important to actually verbalize the things that you don't think need to be said, because mm-hmm. those are actually the things that sustain relationships. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, family is really important to me. Like I could not be with somebody who is beefing with my family. Like that is not acceptable. You know what I mean? In the same way, I couldn't be with somebody who has like a severely, severely toxic relationship with their family, right? Mm-hmm. Where they talk to their family all crazy. Their, to- their family talks to them all crazy. Like <laughs> yeah. that's just not going to work for me. Right. And it, and for me, it's like, I don't care if you like work yeah. in a C-suite, your family is toxic. You become toxic when you're with them yeah. and you take out your toxicity within our relationship and towards my family. I don't care how much money you make. I That's want peace. True. I went out with a guy who's, who called his mom evil. And I was like, I've never heard that. I mean, even if, I don't evil know. Is real strong. It's really strong. Yeah. Mean if, is okay. Yeah. And I mean, inconsiderate. Like, yeah. But I think like evil and also the fact that like, even if she is evil, do you say that to like a person no. that you're going out on a date with it's just like what i would never call i don't think i would call anyone evil there's one person i've called evil you know (laughs) i have my one person too and they know who they are and actually because they come from south africa Oh wow! Oh, oh no! Um, wait, we like, totally got derailed <laughs> okay. from your story. Oh yeah. Why? So you were on a mission-based dating hunt, and you met this guy. How? Yes. Yeah, so I met him on an online dating app, and okay. do not judge me because I'm declaring this a no judgment zone. No I judgment. met him on uh, Plenty of Fish. Okay. That was my first mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Honey and Fish is just like literally the bottom of the barrel dating. Yeah, it really is. It really uh, is. Because I don't want to digress in the story again, but why were you on there? Because uh, I like, I basically, what I do is um, I try lots of different dating apps, mm-hmm. essentially, right? Yeah. So usually my tactic is like, well, now my tactic is one month on a dating app and then two weeks break. And then uh, I try another dating app afterwards. So it was kind of like my process anyways to to use it. So that's why I used it. And also it's free, all that good stuff. And I actually have a couple of really good friends. Like my best friend in the whole world met her husband on Plenty of Fish. And I, have, I know a number of people who met really great like men or women on Plenty of Fish. But that was clearly, you know, before it, it became like the dredges of society. So mm-hmm. I didn't have as much luck. So, um, yeah. So 
so we met uh, on uh, Plenty of Fish, and you know, he seemed like like a just like they always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seemed lovely, like well employed, really smart, fun, funny, all that good stuff, right? And so uh, we started going out on dates, and I think like what did we get up to? I think we got up to like nine dates, and you know, like when so for me, like my gut always knows, right? Like, and I've learned to trust it now that I'm like much older and wiser, and you know, not uh, mm-hmm. living the fairy tale life of my Prince Charming. Um, so. I just like the whole time we were going out, we were going on dates. I just like kind of felt like this little thing in the pit of my stomach. He hadn't done anything wrong, but I was kind of like, something's a little off. You know what I mean? Mm. And so, and then also too, actually in hindsight, I realized that like one of the reasons I was getting a little, some flags about him is because he didn't always respect my boundaries. You know what I mean? Oh. I like to set like really firm boundaries. In what way? And, like, Can you give um, me an example of that? Uh, Like, so for example, like I would be like, uh, yeah. I don't. So for instance, he'd want to go out on a particular day and then I would be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I can't like I can't go out that day. I'm doing something else or whatever. And then he'd be like, oh, uh, well, like, why not? Like, why can't you go out? And I'm like, but I, I already told you mm-hmm. why I can't go yeah. out like what are you what are you asking me right and then like he would do things like oh well you know like I might be like really busy for the rest of the week so I might not be able to hang out right but I'm like listen honey I'm not a 16 year old girl with low self-esteem that's fine like manipulation then we will hang out when you are free yeah exactly that's exactly <laughs> it and then all of a sudden he'd be like okay fine let's find another time and I'm like wait I thought you were going to be busy the whole week like two minutes ago right but I'm like you know what whatever Sometimes with um, particularly heterosexual men, like they are just a com- they're accustomed to getting whatever they want. And so they're, they have a hard time hearing no sometimes. So I was like, okay, I'm going to let that slide. Number one, like second mistake after POF. So um, <laughs> we like, after we, I think it, we're about like our ninth or 10th date. And so I just like, I went over to his place and we were watching Netflix and just hanging out um, and all this stuff. And I uh, went into the bathroom because, you know, obviously I had to, I needed a bio break. And, um, mm-hmm. and then, so I was in the bathroom and I'm like a very spiritual person. So all of a sudden I just like, it was like a voice that was like, open the drawer. Right. So I opened the drawer and there's like women's hairspray, a women's brush, um, just like all these like different toiletries in the drawer. And I'm like, OK, so this is a little this is not appropriate for me to be opening someone's drawers like this. But I'm here now. <laughs> We've already yes. crossed that boundary. Let's yes. I was like, going. we have yeah, crossed, like you know, I'm, I'm like, well, we're here now. So, so we yeah. might as well just dig deeper. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm like, hey, I got a little feeling in my spirit I heard a little voice tell me to open the drawer and look I found some interesting things in the drawer let's keep looking so I pull open like the cupboards underneath and sure enough there's like women's shampoo like a pink shower cap all sorts of stuff under there and I'm just like oh god great I have to like do this in in those drawers like for your Netflix time like since you were visiting or do you think there was someone else like coming and going I think this person was probably coming and going, honestly. But to be fair, like what I found super interesting was that even when I pulled open the drawer the first time, I had to pull the drawer all the way open because he had like tucked it at the very back, right? And even when I pulled the cupboards, like um, her stuff, whoever she is, was tucked like in the very back, like right and left corners. You're going in deep, girl. No, no, listen, it was a visual. It was a visual scan. I didn't like get down on my, like, I just kind of visually scanned. I was like, wow, look at all his stuff is at the front where you can see it from the eyeline. 
But as soon as you bend over and you're just like looking in the back, you're like, hmm, okay, interesting. <laughs> so for me now, like I am generally a very direct person, but I'm like, you know what? This person has clearly gone through quite some lengths to to kind of you know, paint himself as a person, certain type of individual. So let's try and play this cool. So I text my girlfriend and I'm like telling her about it. And I'm like, I think I'm going to confront him. And she's like, you know, don't, so my, what am I, I'm like, I have no problem with confrontation. This particular friend is never like a confrontation type of person. So I was like, okay, let me, I'm not going to go in guns a blazing. I'm just going to try and be like meticulous about it. So I go out, right. And like, I sit down next to him on the sofa and immediately he knows that the energy has changed. Right. Mm -hmm. He's literally just like, Hey, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm all good. So we're I'm watching good. the movie. I'm good. I'm so good. Which means yes. I'm not good. You better yes. explain yourself. Yes, for. absolutely. But and actually, I gave him credit for that. For somebody who's like, you know, a little out there, he definitely knows how to like read energy. So, and then he kept asking me, is everything good? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So then I said to mm -hmm. him, cause I knew he had siblings, right? And so his siblings live all over the world and things like that. And so I was like, oh, like when's the last time your family came to visit you? And he's like, oh, like they've never actually come to visit me here, right? Cause I live in Toronto. And I was like, really? I'm like, so none of your sisters have ever like stayed with you or come here? And he's like, no, I usually just go to them cause they live in Europe or whatever. I'm like, okay, check, not your sister. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, she's going through the list of other yeah. possibilities. Absolutely. Cause I need you to confirm to me that, you know, because like, listen, uh, when you're dating and like actively dating, these men come with the lies. It's all very similar tales and stuff like that. So sometimes you have to to be like you know what let me just double check and make sure that i don't fly off the handle at this person right, over him like whose stuff is that <laughs> yeah exactly right exactly yeah. and also yeah, he was he's really smart he's really smart he would have like he would have gotten out of it right so <laughs> yeah so anyway so then i'm like so then i'm like oh okay so like so he had told me that his his most recent relationship was like uh like a year before so i was like so i'm like have you always like kind of lived here by yourself? Like, it, have you ever lived with anyone? And <laughs> These questions are everything. They give me so much life. And mind you, like I'm like casual, just casually, just asking, making jokes in between, all oh sorts of God. stuff, right? And I'm like, so have you ever lived with a woman? And he's like, no, I haven't. And I go, so the relationship that you had like a year ago, like she never lived here, she didn't stay here, she didn't sleep over. He's like, no. Um, I always like stayed over at her place and stuff like that. Right. And so I was like, you've never lived with a woman. And this guy says no. And then I'm like, great, going in for the kill. And I'm like, so casually just turn around and I'm like, so whose stuff is in the bathroom? And I like immediately, like his whole, I'm telling you, I gathered him up like a ponytail. His whole, oh my God, that's perfect. <laughs> I like stealing that line. I have to give credit to Amanda Seals of that one. That, I got that one from Amanda Seals, but he, his whole face just like shrit, you know? And he was like, so he took a moment and then I could see him thinking, right? And then he says to me, um yeah like i used to have like a roommate where fam you have one bedroom okay that's the first lie right so let's let's that's the first lie so like basically this guy told me four different lies in like four minutes okay so he first he says to me um yeah i used to have a roommate and i'm like you just told me that no one you've never lived with a woman like and also there's only one bedroom and one bed where so what? where were they on the couch 
Yeah. <laughs> like, and then he says to me, well, you know, like um, my cousin came over to stay and blah, blah, blah. And I remembered from like a previous date that he had told me that his cousin, like his one of his girl cousins that lives in the city with him was like traveling. I go, I thought she was coming back next month. What, like, what do you what do you mean? <sighs> like, how did she manage to make it here? All the way from like Europe. Listen, left and right. Listen, okay. So then he says to me, Oh, you know, like it's from my like ex girlfriend who used to like, but you told you told me that you haven't seen her in a year, sir. At this point, he needs to stop. Like, yeah, listen, listen, this is but like, see, cuz he like that's logic though, right? But when what? you are a person who who just like marinates and telling lies and manipulating, you're telling your, yes, your first instinct is to lie. And then, oh gosh, I have to think about what the fourth one was. The fourth one was, um, he was like, he's and then he said something about his sisters, and I was like, sir. Sir, I just asked you. Oh my gosh, yeah. oh my gosh! Like he just was in panic mode. So then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get up and I'm going. And I'm like, because I'm just like, I'm not gonna get mad. I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? And then on top of that too, like the four lie, the four different lies, and seeing him, like seeing his face when he was like telling the lies, he looked so sincere. And then I got scared. You know what uh, I mean? Because yeah, like, exactly. yeah, because for me, like, first of all, when I'm dating, safety is like my number one priority. Like my rule is if it comes to like your feelings and my safety, my safety will always win. Right. So like, you know, I know like th- I always send like the, you know, his address, his phone number, sometimes his license plate number to several people. Right. <laughs> just to be like on the safe side, because you just never know these days with dating apps. So. So I was like, okay, I'm going. And I like, and I started to get a little bit scared because I just was like, who the heck is this person? Like this person's, you know, just like out here just lying for no damn reason about absolutely nothing, right? Like, and so, well, obviously something, but anyways. So I'm like getting up to go and he's like, wait, like I can explain. And I was like, you just, you just told me four different things in four minutes. Which one is it? And he's just like, and then all of a sudden I'm putting on my shoes and I just see his, I see him switch. And he says to me, Bridget, like, don't think I'm going to chase after you. If you leave this place, don't ever come. Don't think you're ever going to come back here. Wow. And I'm like, I looked him in the face and I burst out laughing. Cause I just was like, I was like, like who's lying to who? Like, I'm not like, <laughs> yeah. I burst out laughing. Cause, yeah. and I literally was like, okay, let's call him. I don't know, Steven or whatever. That's not his name, but we'll call him Steven. Yeah. I burst out laughing. And I was like, Steven, I have my boots and my coat on. What do you mean? Don't ever come back. I'm leaving. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, and then I saw him kind of like snap again and he would like, he got back to kind of like, he went back into himself. So he was like, you know, like pitiful and then like angry and then pitiful again when he realized like, I don't care. Like, what do you, what do you mean? I'm not coming back here ever, you know? And then he says, well, let me walk you to your car. I was like, no, I'm good. I I need to leave. Right. And so sure enough, like I got into my car and I drove off. Can I tell you, it took me about like, I think 20 minutes to get home. This man called me about 10 times in between the time that I left his house and the time that I got home, I got home and there were like 20 text messages, most of them to the effect of like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. Like I can explain, please don't go. And I'm like, what? Like, which one is it? What do you want? What do you want to do here? So So, yeah, go ahead. So no, 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 continue. I'll ask mine close to the end. Okay. So, uh, I'm the type of person where like, I hate, I hate people who like, I hate, I hate people who lie, you know, like liars are just like, not my thing. I know everyone lies. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, like I don't. I'm looking I'm, for a liar in my next relationship. <laughs> so I don't like liars, and especially people who lie about things that, like, you know, you shouldn't lie about. Like we're adults. If you're seeing multiple people, that's totally fine. Just tell me, right? Don't make me think that you're. I'm the only one that you're seeing, or don't tell me I'm the only one that you're seeing. If that's not the case, I'm not a kid. So um, I'm. But for me, like when when with people like that, especially with men like that, my tactic is always like scorched earth. I'm like I'm basically gonna pretend you're dead. Like, you know what I mean? After I left this house, I was like, well, he's dead now. So let's block him and let's do all this other stuff. And, um, and so what, ha- actually, no, I didn't block him. Cause I didn't actually think he was like, I don't, I didn't think he was actually, you know, this is dumb. I can't believe it. Why didn't I think he was as crazy as he ended up being? <laughs> give people the benefit of the doubt. Yes, okay? absolutely. Like, it's yeah. true. It's true. Right. You're just like, okay, whatever. So I didn't. Mission. Sorry. This is, this is mission based, right? This is mission based dating. Uh, yeah, like, cause your cause, yeah, cuzzy. I was looking for a husband. I wanted a husband. You yeah, know, you can so look a lot of things. Yes. There and there you go. Yeah. That's another thing. <laughs> yes. So basically, over the course of like two weeks, this man sent me like increasingly like threatening text messages. Um, you know, and when the threatening text messages wouldn't work, he would say things like. Oh, um, when was the last time you got checked for STDs Whoa. and things like that? And then like, which was hilarious. Cause I'm like, fam, we didn't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> what, what STDs? There was no sex. Oh <laughs> like, my God. I'm He's like, <laughs> okay, madness. That's and then this Stay man calls me at two o'clock in the morning. Okay. Two o'clock in the morning to basically like, and then says, leaves me a voice message that says something to the effect of, we had a conversation where we were debating something like weeks ago. And then he calls me and he's like, oh, you were wrong that day when we were talking about that. I found, and I just was like, I, so I called him back. And I was like, hey, I need you to leave me alone. This guy is like, why are you being like this? You fucking bitch. (gasps) Okay. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm hanging up now. This is getting crazy. Right. So then literally the next day, he sends me like a ton of text messages. And I'm like, you know what? This is getting scary. I've never had an experience like this. I haven't spoken to this person in like a couple of weeks and they're still calling me. They just called me at two o'clock in the morning. I'm not, I don't want to do this. So basically like the next day I go and I print out all of his text messages and I go to like the local police station and I'm like, Hey, I need to report um, this person because they're sending me threatening texts and all sorts of other stuff. Right. And I'm asked to, I have to say, I know like for a lot of police departments don't take like online or digital harassment very seriously, but thank God I like that day I was there and, a, and a, the officer took it very seriously seriously so basically he was like give me your phone what's his phone number he took down all of his information and then he basically was like okay let's go into the room and he took my text messages and he called he called him and he didn't pick up of course and then he basically leaves a message and he says steven this is officer so-and-so right here's my number he's like you need to stop calling bridget i'm giving you one warning if you ever call her again i will show up at your job to speak to you in person Oh, wow. Right. And he's like, okay, so here's, he's like, we've opened up a file on you. We're not pressing charges, but we've opened up a file on you. If you want to come in and talk to me as Bridget's doing here, she's right in front of me. Here's where you can find me. Here's my badge number. Here's where you can reach me. And then he hangs up the phone. Right. And I'm like, okay. Weren't you scared though that like he would come for you? Uh, you know what? I, that I wasn't. So here's the thing. He had enough, like, he came from, like, a good enough family and okay. had enough sense 
that he would have something to lose if he ended up in like the prison system. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I was like, and there here, and here's another reason too why like your checklist, Tiffany, isn't always so bad. You know, like bums have absolutely nothing to lose. Those are the right. guys who will come after you, right. right? Like the the ones that are like, okay, educated, check, working, check, you know, mm. whatever, all that stuff. Like I knew that he had enough to lose, kind of on a personal level that he probably wouldn't physically harm me mm-hmm. so that okay. happened and I'm like okay great we're done so I'm on my way home from the police station and I get a text message that says what the hell you're being ridiculous I'm never gonna text you again fine and I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of that that yeah. was literally like that was the end of it so what do you think was wrong with him I think he might have like you know, like the people who just don't comprehend, like yeah, it's like you know, El- Elizabeth just, Holmes, yeah, fire festival dude. I say there's like an epidemic yeah. of these people popping up, yeah, like God. everyone is being Theranos, and I just <laughs> don't know. Like, he could have just stopped. Yeah, yeah. but they're way. not. They think that they're right. That's that's yeah. the scary part. Like it, from the sound of it, it, seems like he wasn't willing to let go of the fact that. He had been caught. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think do those things. And if you get got, okay, fine. You got got boo. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's like, say I have a girlfriend and then, okay, you got away. me. Yeah. Yeah. Right for that. yeah. So I think the problem was, and here's like where I think sometimes it's very interesting and where gender, like the dynamics of gender play into it as well. Right. So I think that he thought that he was smarter than me, mm-hmm. like just on a fundamental level. You know what I mean? I, I think that he- you. Yes, that he could play me, right? But it's just like, or that like, and it's funny because I do think that he may have picked up a little bit on the fact that I was mission-based dating, right? Because I wasn't like shy about it. I was like, hey, I'm looking for like a husband. I want to have a family, but all this other stuff, right? And I think that he thought that I was like so, so thirsty to have a husband by any means necessary that like he could just kind of like finesse me, you know? But I'm like, fam, again, I am not a 16-year-old girl with self-esteem issues, okay? Like, no, no. Like, I barely even know you, and you're, you told me, like, a ton of lies over the course of, like, two or three months. Like, no, I'm good, you know? And I think for him, and I think that's what happened when he snapped that, when he was, like, basically, I'm, I literally have my coat on and my boots on, and this guy's like, oh, if you leave, don't ever, don't think of ever coming back. I was like, no, no, you don't understand. This is the last time you will ever see me in person. Right. You know, like he literally could not comprehend that I was like, no, 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 you're dead now. You're dead now. I'm I'm leaving. Just pretend like this never happened. You know what I mean? And I think that's where he got tripped up. Like I feel, I feel like had he been able to sort of like, I guess, end it um on his terms, I don't think he would have harassed me when when the whole thing was done. But because like he was he lost control of the situation, right? In that like So, you know, he tried to like hide this information from me and not only did I find it, but I basically like talked him into telling on himself, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so I think like his ego just could not handle it or maybe, I don't know, maybe he's, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to like bring mental illness into this because, you know, that's not people who are mentally ill don't always do ridiculous, crazy things, but he just was like, or maybe he just had a personality disorder. I really don't know, but I was like, come on, like, leave me alone. (laughs) Go find whoever's products those are in your bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> who so what did he have a girlfriend so what who will whose stuff was it i don't actually know i'm gonna assume that he had some sort of girlfriend or long-term partner or somebody who lived there with him who was gone for a little bit i actually have no idea i never asked because i was like 
I don't actually care. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't care. I out challenge it. Wait, yeah. So my question is if mission based dating isn't the answer, what is like, what kind of dating should we be doing? Well, you should be doing what I call like exploratory dating. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I, for me, it's like, you have to be very clear about what it is that you're, that you're doing in terms of, uh, when you're dating. So for example, like, uh, like, and this is my just personal opinion. I'm in like my early thirties. And I just personally think that like nobody between the ages of like 20 and like 27 should get married. Cause like <laughs> you change so much between the time that you're like 19, 20 to the time you're like in your thirties and things like that. Right. And so, but I think for women, especially there's like a lot of pressure for you to like get educated, go to school, get your degree. And then as soon as you get your degree, it's time to find your lifelong love and like sit, settle down and have children and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that, except that it like, like it makes finding a partner not about learning about yourself or learning about other people or learning about what you like. It makes it about just like accomplishing something. Do you know what I mean? Like the like a, a long-term partner or a family becomes like a personal accomplishment. And it's like, you know, I, I don't know if you guys if you guys are of the age where your friends are sort of like booing up and getting married and having children and stuff like that. But All when you that. do event sorry. All of them. Yeah, no. we're at that age. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And like so yeah, we look like we're 16, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> we look 25. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, but like what you'll see, what you'll start see happening is that like all the people, if you like dig deep enough, a lot of the people who let's say got married really young, you know, um will tell you like you, if they're honest enough and you guys have that type of relationship, a lot of people who got married really young will tell you like, I should have waited a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or I should have dated more people or I should have done this or I should have done that. Right. So, because it's like, to me, like we, and I get it. I get the fact that like when you're in your twenties, you're like an adult and things like that. But I do think that we pressure uh, people in their twenties to like have everything figured out all at once. But that like, no, like who, nobody, you can't do that. Right. Like we just don't live in that type of like age and stage. And so people are not encouraged to actually figure out what exactly it is that they want. Right. It within themselves, as well as like um, emotionally within a partner and things like that. And so for me, I'm always just like, Hey, like figure out exactly who it is that you want and like what exactly why why it is that you're dating right so for example if you're dating because like you just don't like being alone then like you know you're gonna go in with a different type of mindset if you're dating because you're you're literally like i've already planned my entire wedding since the time i was 16 insert insert man (laughs) or woman here (laughs) you know what i mean at that point, it's like, yeah, okay, let's just find some, let's find whoever has the most money and gives me the best sex. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, who, like, who cares about all the other stuff, right? Because ultimately, you're just like, I just want to be able to fit someone in so that we can take like, Plug and you play. know, yeah, bomb photos for the ground, right? Um, but if you're like, you know what, I want a partner, I want somebody who is going to is just as ambitious as I am um or if they're not just as ambitious as I am will support me unconditionally you know what I mean I want somebody who's not going to compete with me who is not who is going to be just confident in who he is um like who just knows that like you know who can make a decision and stick to the decision who's somebody who can commit all sorts of up you know what I mean like these sort of like intangible things that you actually need in a person and then you kind of like you just have to kind of um for me, like one of the things that I do is I just, I go out on dates with no agenda. I go out on dates with no agenda. Right. And and it's hard. Like, I'm not saying it's easy. It's hard. Right. So very often 
like when I was in my twenties, I would often go out and I'd be like, oh, maybe I'll meet somebody. Right. And then like, you know, you do all that stuff and you get dressed and like, you know, most of the time you don't meet anybody or at least you don't meet anybody of quality. And then you come home and you're like, oh, have we seen my outfit and all this makeup? You know what I mean? I beat my face for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. But like, when now that I'm like going out with no agenda, like I'm so like I'm very good socially in a in a room, right? And get me like a glass of wine and like woo, <laughs> social in. butterfly. Yeah. Over, yeah. Social butterfly. You know what I mean? I love like connecting people and all that stuff. And I and even like, you know, I've even had friends say to me, like, you're so attractive when you're not like just out here trying to like find a dude. You know what I mean? Like you're so attractive. You're so light. You're funnier. You have better conversation. Yeah. You're not trying to perform to try and attract somebody to you, right? You're like naturally attractive and things like that. And I've even I've noticed that for myself. So for me, it's like uh, my big thing is like, okay, absolutely. Like if you, I'm not saying I'm against checklists. I'm not right. Like make a list of what it is that you want, but you have to make sure that like a, there's a column that confirms that you have these things and B that there's also mm -hmm. things on your list that are intangible. Like all those things that you mentioned at the beginning about yeah. like, Oh, I, I feel like it goes without saying no, Tiffany, it doesn't go without saying, you know what I mean? Like how many men have you met that have those intangible yeah. things? Many gone. Yeah. Right. Right, right. So, but I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they were educated. I'm men sure that I've dated, but like I've met men that have those things. Yes, yes. But I mean men that you dated, right? A lot, of, you think it, it doesn't well. need to be said, but you, they don't have them, right? So they actually are really important. And then I think like, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead, Kenzie. Yeah, I mean, because I thought that that stuff would come into play and then they just given, wanted given to show. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think that's that's the issue that we're yeah. talking about here. It's like I just assumed that it was part of the package. And so I was waiting for it to show <laughs> yeah, up mm -hmm. and it, it never did. Yeah. Well, we to begin with, right. Me. Yes. And so, but also too, you have to think about it in terms of yourself, right? Like you are, both you and Kudzi are the way that you are because people raised you like that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so it took like decades basically to get you guys to be the type of people that you are and to value the things that you value and to kind of have the, like the intangible parts of you were like raised, like were, you were raised to be those people, mm -hmm. right? Based on examples that, you, that you've seen. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who don't have that, right? So for instance, a lot of people, you know, don't talk to their siblings or a lot of people don't have good relationships with their families or a lot of people like have no one, right? They can't connect to their family and they don't necessarily, they don't know how to like, I guess, gather like a chosen family. So it's like, if it's taken you this long to become the person that you are, to be like the kind soul that you are, to be like the hard worker that you are, why would you think that it's like automatic for other people? Like it's, it's not right. Like if I see you on the street, I don't know that like, you know, Tiffany or Kudzi are like lovely people and they're ambitious and they're really good at their job. And they're just like, they're just kind. And, you know, I, how would I know that from looking at you? Right. But right. if I come into your office and I see a degree on your wall, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Tiffany's educated, but that doesn't tell me anything at all about who, who you are as a person. And so for me, it's like, it's rather like I've gone from mission-based dating to just like agenda free agenda-free dating and agenda-free going out where it's like my entire sort of evening out or uh my entire evening out is not centered around like oh maybe this is my husband maybe mm -hmm. i finally met this person or wife or whatever right like whatever your your um yeah. your sexual preference is so it's like you know to me i'm like we have to stop like and then also too like one thing that i realized that came out of that whole situation is that mission-based dating makes you like no fun 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't even imagine that I was, I, like, honestly, I'm thinking back to all the dates that I went on during uh, my 20s and in the last couple of years, and I can honestly say that I had fun on one day. There was only yeah. one day where I could honestly say that I had fun. What do you mean? I, why, why is it not fun? Because you're just trying to scan for the stuff versus like, yes, really yes, yeah. yes. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm asking you questions. Do you have this? Da, da, da. What's your family like? You're interviewing. You, yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. I'm interviewing, and then also too, like for one of the other things with mission-based dating is that. Like often, because you're operating on a checklist, once you find a person who meets a lot of the criteria on your checklist, you start to perform to make them like you. Ah, it's true. Yeah. Like you just do, right? Because you're like, oh, this person has all the qualities that I am looking for. Oh, I'm not really going to ask myself if I actually am the person that they're looking for. I'm going to become the person that they're looking for because they're the person that I want. Mm. They have all the qualities that I want, right? Mm. And so for me, like, really I and on the people's lives. Yeah. Right? I mean, Sorry? you're really talking about the people here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like that. I mean, I think you just want. You want to get into the reach college, and then when you do, you have to scramble to try to keep up with the classes. <laughs> like, oh, I said I, I look like this. Okay, maybe uh, I yeah. finesse it just a little. Yeah, bit you're like okay. then you're just playing the finesse game, and yeah, you absolutely. never you, you just get exhausted. Absolutely, and so for me, sorry. The finessing will take you out in the end. Oh, absolutely, and then also too, like to me, it's like what is the value of of like like be not like performing for somebody and making somebody fall in love with a person who is actually not you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so fundamentally, do they, if they love you, do they love you or do they love like, you know, the Tiffany and Kudzi show? Do you know what I mean? Like that's what you put forth, right? And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, but like you told me that you love sports. (laughs) But you're like, no, I don't. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. And also too, like I, for me, I realized that like, in as much as I didn't have fun going on dates, I'm certain that I wasn't any fun either. Do you know what I mean? I'm certain like there's no, I'm sure if I went back to some of these like dudes, they would be like, yeah, no, like it was very clear that you were like, you were very clear about the fact that you were looking for a husband. And I'm sure I was. Yeah, it's like intense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's so. a great episode idea. We should bring back some of your. <laughs> oh, why would you say this? I don't oh, think anyone. It's because you've helped so many people. <laughs> impact. I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So as we kind of get closer to the end, so like. I guess your advice for people dating, one is to go agenda free. Yeah, absolutely. Gender free uh, dating and agenda free going out. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so what I would say is like, uh, so this is a, a mantra that like I've, I say to myself all the time. And actually I like, I posted it on my Instagram cause it's something that I felt like is really important. So a couple of years ago, I came up with this mantra to basically just kind of like take the pressure off of dating. And the mantra essentially is like, you know, fundamentally, uh, at least for me, I'm only looking for one person, right? Which means the majority of the people that I date will not be my person. It's just that simple. Do you know what I mean? And so like, every like I can't go in thinking like oh this person is going to be my like my husband or this is going to be it blah 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 because most like nine times out of ten it's not good this person's not going to be it I'm looking for one person right and there's a lot of people in this world so I like just kind of go out there and have like a good time um and also another thing that I would say is like talk about real things you know I don't know about you guys but I hate small talk on dates I think it's passive aggressive and pointless 
Like, I'm like, I don't. So what are the real questions you ask? So for example, like for me, um, you know, because I do date um, like a lot of black men, I'll like go right in and be like, so did you see Surviving R. Kelly? What did you think? And then you just sit back and you listen, right? Oh my God. <laughs> like the stuff, no, it doesn't always have to be the there. deepest, but like things that are happening in the world. Yep. Just absolutely. Absolutely. Versus right? to tell me about your siblings. Yes, like absolutely. So, right. so, like, and mind you, like, you got to gauge, right? All I'm saying is that go into the date equipped to talk about real stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So like for me, for example, like it is really important to me that my partner not be like homophobic. You know what I mean? And so while I might not, I'm not going to ask you like, oh, are you homophobic? I might bring up a scenario and then sit back and and hear how you talk about, you know, a certain individual for me to pick up clues about whether or not like, you know, you're homo. Because I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want my kids to to grow up believing that stuff. That's not for me, right? In the same way that like, you know, um, like I'm a Christian and I'm like very spiritual, all that stuff, I'm into my faith. Like, and while I don't, we don't need to necessarily be exactly like at the same spirit faith level. I also don't necessarily want to be with somebody who is going to like ridicule my faith or, you know what I mean? Like, just just be like, oh, you're being dumb. Like faith is for dumb people. You know what I mean? So it's like, to me, I'm like, we're too old to be asking these like, oh, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? Like, who cares about that? You know what I mean? I, what I like for me, I want to know, like, hey, so this is what this is what's going on with like a friend of mine. Like, how would you handle that? Right. And just figure out with how they would deal with like scenarios for me to sort of figure out, okay, how do you deal with your family? How do you deal with messy people at work? How do you deal with like, (laughs) you know, like, how do you deal with like your friends who, you know, or maybe like maybe you've leveled up and you need to let some of your friends go. Is that something that you can actually be able to do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you function in this world as an adult? And are you somebody that I could be like, you know what? I want like this. I want this person around me forever. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you're just never going to get to that if you're just like, so what do you do? Blah, blah, you know, like, it's right. just it's just so ridiculous. I agree. Oh, yeah. I love God. that. Real things, Tiff. Yes. What are you going to bring up on your next date? I don't know. I'm just going to go in without an agenda. I think you just had the conversation flow. I don't know if I can go in with like a set of questions or things like that, but um, just see where it takes me, see what I learn, ask the questions, not be afraid. I don't know. I feel like the dates that have been the most successful for me are the ones where I just like do the most and ask the most versus like... I, and I was just talking to someone like they went on a couple dates this week and I'm like, none of them, you know, were for me. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because I feel like I'm the cruise director of the cruise ship and I have mm-hmm. to be entertaining this person the entire time because they're not bringing they're like not bringing anything to the table. So I'm putting on this song and dance show and I'm yeah. exhausted. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. can you contribute? And I feel like I'm just like going on these dates where I'm the sole contributor. And yeah. I'd rather and then, like, right there. So actually, can I give you like a quick, a quick little tip that I give um, my clients all the time? Yeah. Um, before you actually go on a physical date with somebody, I always say like at least one video call, like set up a mm-hmm. half an hour video chat. Yeah. Number one, you can actually see them in real life and see if they're actually cute or if they make you want to throw up in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and then number two, like if that person cannot maintain a conversation with you for like 15, 30 minutes, right. they, you probably shouldn't go on a date with them. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I know. I know I need to do that. But sometimes yeah. it's just like, yeah. 
unless you're hungry and you just want to try a nice restaurant yeah. i'm all for that too that's what a gender-free no, dating is all about me. but yeah, yeah maybe i'll i'll try the video i'll try the facetime and see yeah. Yeah. yeah i think for me the moment you start to with the facetimes yeah like i like you have to look cute right so then that's like getting but you don't normal just like you don't have to go above and beyond here just like every day every you day don't you look normal just like thank you yeah <laughs> so like are you like are you done you're not done up right now are you no this is yeah you look great normal this you look normal great now. like just yeah. a little little mascara yeah you look great honestly yeah. but like so for me it's like you know like you you can't be with somebody who makes you feel like you have to tap and like perform for them, yeah. you know, because then fundamentally, like you don't feel safe enough with this person to just yeah. be yourself. Right. So yeah, it's the energy. It's just like stagnant. Mm -hmm. They're not like, I meet so many guys who are like, you can just tell have given up. Get so, out of there. Where are you meeting them? I don't them? know. They're all online. <laughs> so what's really interesting. Yes. Bridget, help. Like, I know people pay you for this, but just help us since we're here. Give us a help us out. Tiffany's so great in person. I don't know why yeah. she even does that. Yeah. Like, I, I hate. Yeah. People say that to me all the time. They're like, like you, you're, you're such actually, a social person. You don't and look like, like you've given up. You give energy. You're there. Yeah, you're doing it. So I mean, why are you out here on these apps? Does she need to be on the apps? I feel I like I need question. to be everywhere. That's why it's like, I just don't want to, I go out, I go to every event. After this, I'm going to Cinco de Mayo party. Like, I love going to things and being around people. But then, you know, I feel like I need to cover my bases. What do you think? Well, like, so are you, are you dating with a timeline in mind? No, I'm just dating to meet the right person. I mean, obviously, like, I want to have kids. So, yeah. you know, that's something in the back of my mind. But I have, like, some time before it becomes, like, a, an actual stress. Um, <laughs> okay. Right now, it's just like, uh, oh, it's in, the, it's in the future. But it's not like we need to find this person yesterday. It's like, it would be nice to find this person in the next, you know, several years. Okay. So are, do you have any issues uh, approaching men or picking up men when you're in public? Or at an I event? never do yes, that. I yes, never do does. that. I never. Oh, you never do that. that. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, like I would, if you're really, really great in person, honestly, I'm not saying get like, off the dating plus, apps. A plus. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to take because you work for it. I'm so scared of this guy being like, who's this crazy? What are you talking about? Like she's too much. I don't know. You know, I struggle with the like she's too much narrative. So I, I just would never want to be that like extra girl that is you're not like, doing a performance in front of him right now <laughs> yeah you're being yourself right yeah so like okay so if it makes you more comfortable like um i would what i would do is i would uh try to wrap it around either what they do or what you do do you know mm -hmm. what i mean like so if you're really great in person i like i don't see like what's what's wrong with being like i don't know let's say like typically what what type of work do the guys that you date do Mm, I don't know. It ranges, really. But I mean, usually they're like lawyers, lawyers, lawyers. businessmen, engineers, usually engineers. Mm -hmm. Like it just range. But I'm just thinking about like conversations I have with guys. Like I'll like talk to guys and have, but there's no like after like 
exchange of information or anything past that. It's always just like, well, I mean, I don't know. And then when it is, it's like I'm not interested in the guy. Like I was at a party last sa- Sunday and this guy like walks up to me. He's like, you're the most beautiful person here, which I'm like, lot. I'm going to throw up. And he's like, and then like we talked for like five minutes. He's like, well, I'd love to get your number. Then there was another guy who came up to me. He's like, I'm leaving. Do you want to take my number? And I'm like, Oh, we didn't even you? talk. Like that's what I mean. Like who guys are, are so. I mean, be. this is this is like the state of affairs, mm-hmm. and it's like people don't even want to spend the time having a conversation. Like, why lead with all those things, or why do that? Why not just like casually be like, "Oh, how's your day going?" Or how how are you doing? So if she were to do it, that? if she was to lead it, how what yeah. would you suggest? You said exactly around exactly. Yeah, so exactly what you just said, actually, Tiffany, is perfect. Like, literally, what's wrong with going up to somebody and be like, hey, how's your day going? Like, or how do you know the guest and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Just go up and approach them. And then usually, like, the line that I like to use is, you know what? I really, like, enjoyed talking to you. Um, I would absolutely love to continue this conversation. Um, Why don't we exchange information? Ah! <laughs> oh my God, okay, we should try it. Yeah. Why don't we just exchange information? I've right? never done that. Yeah. Sometimes you just need like to tweak one thing and it just maybe I'll try it. Try yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's gonna be. I don't know if there's gonna be anyone at this. If there is someone, I'll try it. If not, yes. um, I'll I'll try it in my day to day. Now I'm like popping around WeWorks. Oh, did I tell you I'm a, I'm going to WeWorks now? So maybe I'll just try it at a WeWork when I see someone cute at like the okay. food area. I'll just be like, yeah. What do you and do mind you, and be sincere. Like if you don't like the conversation, then like, can you I know, just put it? <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, you can, I, all I'm saying is that like you have, like you have to take the pressure off of yourself, yeah. right? Like, you're not you're not getting this person's phone number because your intention is to have their, to take their last name in about a month. Like, right. no, you're just like, I just want to get to know you. I like our vibe. I like our energy. I'd love to continue the conversation. Now, if the person is in a relationship chance or, and they're, you know, they actually care about their partner, they're going to be like, oh, you know, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I have a girlfriend. I just don't think that's like appropriate. But if not, you know what I mean? A lot like they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. If they also enjoy the conversation, then they'll do it. Right. right. I think you just need to like. Well, first of all, it's very clear that like you might have you might struggle with like rejection in terms of how that makes you feel as a person. Right. But it's like you're just, again, agenda free. I'm going because like I'm going to this event to just have a good time and be like my lovely self and like, you know, gift my energy and my presence Mm -hmm. to people. And I meet some matches my energy like, okay. Uh, you know, I really like talking to you. And on top of that, like you're, you know what I mean? Like you're, you, to me, I'm like, you, it doesn't have to be so deep. It just yeah. doesn't have to be so deep. You know what I mean? Go and be yourself and whoever you connect with that you vibe with, that you find attractive. I love this. I, I love talking to you. This was such a really cool conversation. I'd love to continue yeah. the conversation over coffee or like another time. Do you want to exchange information? I'll give it a try, guys. That'll be my homework assignment. Maybe I'll try it too. Yeah, let's both try it. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do that. I'm going to just be curious about people and things and not like this person thinks. I guess I get in my head like, oh, this guy thinks that I'm like trying to come on to him and like that I'm so thirsty. Like I create this like fake ass narrative that isn't true. But Mm -hmm. then... I actually do want to learn about people and what they do. And, and when it's girl, I like when it's girls or like gay guys, it's so easy for me because I, I know that they don't think that about me. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm, I think when mm-hmm. it's a guy, I just assume that they think that. 
Yeah. Well, that's, that's false. That's you. That's your own like yeah. stuff that you'll have to like work through or whatever. But honestly, like just, a, you know, like I obviously like, I don't know the either one of you intimately, but you both seem like such lovely people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why you would feel like, Oh, this person's going to think I'm so thirsty. Like, okay, who cares? You're not. Cares, yeah. <laughs> that's true. He's not to see them again. Anyway. Yeah. It doesn't exactly. Matter. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Exactly. So I'm not saying get off the dating apps. All I'm saying is, is like, you know, tweak them. like if you're so great in person, like work what you got. Yeah. Lean into your strength. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. You're so great. Nice. Thank you. I'm not like my greatest friend in person. Yeah. You know, like Maybe not through the apps or anything like that. So yeah. Bumble BFF. No. No. Thank you so much. Thank you. Can you're welcome. Everyone find you. Okay, so I'm on Instagram at the dating doula. Um, I'm also on Twitter and that's just at dating doula. And then my website is www.datingdoula.ca. So I'm based in Toronto, but I work with clients all over the world. Nice. Love it. And what kind of yeah. service do you offer so the people? Oh gosh, I offer so many different types of services. So I do, um, profile makeovers. I write dating bios from scratch. I help you take dating profile photos. Um, I offer date styling services for people who just oh. need help putting together like a date wardrobe. And then the sort of like super deluxe ex- deluxe exclusive package is the dating doula, where basically I set up your online dating account and then I online date for you oh. for, uh, for 30 days essentially, right? And then it kind of just, uh, you can cont- continue to, to pay for the service monthly. That's I awesome. That. We love subscription we services. Do. We yes. do. Yes. So hot right now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, Thank you so much. I mean, outside of the guy with the lies, the craziness, I feel like this, we learned so much. We I think did. Like, a lot of stuff is like things we know, but I think like mm-hmm. really, I think that's the basis of just being a human and just connect. Connect. Mm-hmm. Like really. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like for me, one of the things I always say to myself is like, I'm not trying to trick someone to fall in love with me. No. Like I want you to fall in love with me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's true. Because we, we are here trying to, play, trying to do this trickery. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you so thank much. You. So everyone that's listening, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's at Love and Limbo Land. We are growing. The accounts are growing. Yes, so growing. y'all better get in now. Get in now. Too big, okay? We had to kick you out. <laughs> um, but thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And you've been listening to Love in Limbo Land. You can find us on Twitter at Love and Limbo Land. And don't forget to go to Apple or Google Play Podcast to subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time. It's over, boo. Don't let them play you.